You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe. And 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, Montgomery County. IRLoneStar.com. Mornings with Lone Star. Friday, August 3rd, 2018. Hanging out in the studio downtown Conroe, Texas. Broadcasting live. Yes, that's right. We're live today for this Friday. Yeah. We're broadcasting live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. IRLoneStar.com. And, of course, Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Good morning, everybody. Don't forget, if you have any comments, questions, or reports we need to know about, let us know through our social media. A lot of people choose to go on our Facebook Live and chat with us there, and I can chat with you back pretty pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, good morning to Skippy. Good morning to my dick. Uh, man, that just caught me off guard. I'm sorry. <laughs> good. See, I, I love my dick today because yeah. my dick brought me some breakfast oh, tacos. Oh, those are working morning. tacos today. We got some work. Th- those just They're made so the good. day so better. good. Well, let's do some weather and traffic and then get into the regular programming here on uh, Mornings with Lone Star. Looking at traffic uh, conditions in the area, I'm not seeing any accidents or incidences. If you are heading to Houston, you're going to run some trouble right there at I 10. Highway 69 is good to go on the uh, Splendor, Patton Village, and New Caney side. Everything else looking good. What's the weather like? Well, can you believe that right now it's in the 70s in Conroe? Isn't that awesome? 79 yeah, it took degrees. a while. I walked over to the working taco place. You did? And you, you're not yeah, bathed in this sweat. is what I saw. I saw uh, a runaway dog, and then I saw a man catcall a woman. Do you know, and I was going to talk about this yesterday. I was very confused for a good minute. I was like, is he talking to somebody? And then I saw this pretty lady with, like, you know, dressed up. And I was like, is he literally yelling at her across the street going, hey, lady, you know, when looking you, good. In, in yesterday's headlines, it is now illegal to catcall in France. On yesterday's headlines? What's that mean? I, I was going to talk about it yesterday, but we oh, ran okay. out of time. Yeah, it's illegal to catcall in France now. You can get slapped with fines and stuff. I wonder how they would prove that. Well, everything's videoed now. Well, and so. Also, sometimes all it takes is, you know, the victim or alleged victim to say, hey, he or she catcalled me, and hey. that person is suddenly destroyed. But weather, so 79 degrees, only going to get up to 95 today. Sunshiny all day, all night. Well, sunshiny during the day, moon shiny at night. Hey. And down to 71. Check this out. Tomorrow, some storm's going to come in, and 89 degrees. Won't even break 90 tomorrow. And then we're going to have kind of cloudy, stormy weather over the next few days. Only going to keep around the low to mid 90s. Isn't that yeah. nice? Yeah. Yeah, I told you. I think the, the 100-degree days are behind us. This month, the school starts, right? Yes. The school. The school starts, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, the 15th, I think, for I think CISD. It's, it's scattered throughout. I know Montgomery's like the 20-something. Right. I was surprised then, that my uh, daughter's going back so early. It's the 15th or 16th right around Well, they're now. just getting ready for another Harvey, just in case. Right. Speaking of which, I need to uh, 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 renew my flood insurance. I got the letter. I'm glad we're on the air talking about that. I just remember, well, PSA from Skippy, if you have flood insurance, make sure you don't let it lapse because the second you do, 
you can repurchase it, but there's a 90-day moratorium. So there's that gap of 90 days that you have no coverage. And that almost bit me. When I got my flood insurance, I had to wait the 30 days. And 33 days later is when Harvey hit. If I'd been four days later in buying my flood insurance for that year, uh, I would have been hosed. So PSA, if you if you have it, make sure it's renewed. And if you don't have it, get it. Get your flood insurance. Uh, I don't care if, you, you know, big hurricane season, little hurricane season, global warming, no global warming, whatever. If, you, you know, we flooded here. So that's, our, that's your weather PSA from Skippy. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Today's show, again, we're broadcasting live. Uh, we're going to have the Conroe Aquatic Center lifeguard team in the studio. They uh, won some competitions. We're going to learn more about lifeguards. If you have questions for them, feel free to submit them via Facebook or Mornings of Lone Star. Or, uh, you know, you can call in and leave a message, 936-647-3776. And then uh, outside that, yeah, they're going to be in here. That's going to be a lot of fun. And... They are the 2018 Lifeguard Champion at the Gulf Coast Aquatic Association. That's so cool. So we're going to talk about that and how many lives they've actually saved in their lives and all that kind of stuff. Right. How how many drug deals they've uh, stopped and and human trafficking scenarios. I think that was the only redeemable thing about the new Baywatch remake was that, that table scene where they're having dinner or lunch. And they're all making, like, basically jabs at how horrible the TV show was. Because that one character, that Zac Efron character, is like, listen to you people. Why are y'all investigating these drug deals? Like, we don't. We're lifeguards. We're not police. <laughs> and it's like this whole, are you, are you, have you seen that movie yet? No, but because of you, I am yeah. going to watch it's it. On, I think it's on Amazon or something. But, like, there's just, that scene is just really funny because they literally go through, what like, the they're doing that normal thing like, what about that one time when so and so and they did this whole like three or four plots from Baywatch TV that were so ridiculous like some diamond smuggling through surfboards and then, I mean it was it got <laughs> ridiculous but uh, you know <laughs> so they're going to be in the studio and I doubt they've ran into that kind of trouble but uh, yeah so let's go on to the regular programming we're just going to be going through headlines talking about them cool I think what jumped out at me the most is former wrestler Kane was elected mayor of Knox County. Knox County. Where's that? I'm going to find out right okay. now. But I, do you know who Kane is? He's a wrestler. Yes. Is he like a Hulk Hogan kind of wrestler? Well, he was always the bad guy. Okay, so he was... Uh, who Who were the bad guys back in the day? Like the Grave the grave Digger? Well, he was partners with the Grave Digger. He was, okay, so he, if he was partners... He's a big man, too. Well... Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, I... I think my professional wrestling days are behind me. I'm where it actually is. It's in the United States. Does that help you at all? Yeah, Knox County. Uh, Knox, it kind of sounds like it's uh, Nebraska. I think it's Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. There you go. Knox County from Knoxville, Tennessee. Something like that. Yeah, Yeah, it is Tennessee. I just came across the headline here. But he's a big man. And uh, do you think this is going to be something similar to... Celebrity ambitions is slowly going to become like 23%, 25% of all elected officials are going to be celebrities. No, not really, because it's been, I mean, from Reagan to uh, uh, not uh, not Savage, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura being governor of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Well, those guys have a history. And like, especially Arnold Schwarzenegger is probably the biggest, mm-hmm. I would think, outside of Donald Trump or Ronald Reagan, because I wasn't really around for Ronald Reagan. So I don't know how big of an actor he was. 
I don't know if he was he like a Clark Gable kind of actor or was he more of like a C list actor? No, he was B plus actor. He okay. was in some he was in some good movies. Be, beyond bedtime for Bonzo with the chimpanzee. Uh but no, he uh he had the athletic athleticism of Gerald Ford because you know Ford was a the a great football player. You wouldn't know in his later years every time he fell down the flight the steps of Air yeah. Force One. So Dennis, one of our listeners on Facebook, said he was the brother of Grape Digger in the storyline. Oh, really? So do you think they're going to make a political push in the future together for publicity reasons? With the Grave Digger? Yeah, he comes out and supports Kane. Hmm. Well, because it got me hmm. thinking. When I saw this, I was like, <laughs> you know, clearly there's a backstory to this man being elected mayor because it's kind of a small town kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And his origin, his real name is just uh, Glenn Jacobs, and I, he's a Republican. Boring. He's he's a Republican. He ran as a Republican, but I, it got me thinking. Like, all right, so when he wasn't wrestling, was he just hanging out in this town? Is he from this town? And then that's why I'm thinking. Like, how did Arnold Schwarzenegger get governor? Besides being like a movie star, was he actually involved in California politics? No, he he did marry a, a politic woman, right? Well, he married a Kennedy, Maria Shriver. Is that does that automatically put you in the political game? No, because the Kennedys are Democratic and Schwarzenegger ran as Republican. Uh, Schwarzenegger actually went on, I believe it was Jay Leno, one of the nighttime shows. Could have been Leno, could have yeah. been Carson. Um, and talked about the governor who had been duly elected. And Schwarzenegger said that things were so bad that he was going to push for a special election and run for governor, and he announced it on the the Tonight Show, I believe. It was, certainly wasn't Letterman. It was Leno or Carson. And that's people went, yeah, and that's what started it. He took actually took a took a cue from the Bill Clinton school of political candidacy, with Clinton going on again Leno or Carson or no Arsenio Hall. That's right. Uh, Leno went on Arsenio Hall with the sunglasses and the saxophone playing songs and being cool and everyone was, oh my gosh we have a cool presidential candidate well how do you think because isn't california predominantly democratic uh they're yes well they're well, in their populated areas yeah the they're populated areas. so how does how does the governor work how did he get that oh governor can swing both ways uh i think texas has had easily as many democratic governors as uh as republicans uh it's, it's the cities. Uh, Austin is very blue. Yeah. So is Houston. Houston, very blue. Uh, well, kind of purple, though. Houston's been kind of nonpartisan. We'll, re- we'll elect a Republican or Democrat. I'm just looking at the election maps, and it looks pretty blue over here. Yeah, but uh, but how they vote. The thing about Houston, um, well, you have that, but Dallas pretty re- uh, red. So it depends. But Texas is, itself has been pretty purple over the years. We had Ann Richards. During the Bush years, you know, poor George. Uh, her voice always just drove me crazy. It's well, personal. We we got Dennis's attention because he shared a story. He brought his son, and they met Kane backstage. And really, he says a sweet guy and a family man. You know what? And that's what I'm thinking. Like, I feel like there's more to a story about this guy because I mean, being mayor. I mean, how how big of a deal in the sense of like world politics? It's not that big of a deal, is it? Like, how many presidents have we had that were mayors? Ooh, good question. Because I always imagine the president has like a, a step, like a, basically a staircase to that that seat. So there's there's 
strategies. Oh, you need to run for this at this age. By this age, you got to be doing this. Because, I mean, that happens, right? People have that conversation. Yeah, but it's not typically a stepping stone to go from mayor to the next step, to, to senator something really something huge. Like that. You, so, for example, yesterday we had at the – I went to that Conroe opening. Remember we had those lovely ladies come talking about old Isaac Conroe's house? So I went to the opening of it, and so we had we had the state rep, we had the state senator, and the also the U.S. senator there. So if I'm a Texas state rep, Will Metcalf, what's my next move? According to the stepping this thing we're talking I, well, about. Well, here's the thing: I would think either Texas governor, lieutenant governor, or a U.S. senator or congressman. Okay. However, look at our other state rep, Mark Keogh. Surprised a lot of people by throwing his hat in and winning the primary for county judge. And I'd actually asked him about that. I was like, isn't that kind of a down step? You know, you're a state rep and, and now you're your county. He's like, well, you know, my, my state representation is a certain, you know, division mm-hmm. uh, of, of the state. And his, you know, I don't want to go into too much detail, but he said he felt that he would do a much better job as county judge based on the current commissioner's court situation. So and so, he, so even situ- if it was a downstep. So we're in situations now. Yeah. Okay. And that's Skippy's word, not his. I, like I said, I, I'm severely paraphrasing. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break. Is this Baywatch or Baywatch Nights? Oh, there's a Baywatch Nights. I forgot. Yeah. There's like two seasons of that. Wow. Yeah. No, this is the original Lifeguards Baywatch by day. day. Wonderful. Private Wonderful. detectives well, by night. We're, uh... We're going to take a break. Today's show brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Folks, stick around. We're going to have real life guards in the studio later in this, today's show. Check our full lineup IRLoneStar.com. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Want to check out the fastest growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's Roller Derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of Roller Derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. Welcome back. Are you ready? Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Broadcasting live from Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Check us out. Check us out. Check us out. Check us out. All right. We're talking about Kane, the former WWFE, whatever their acronym is right now, that he is now mayor of Knox County. And we had a listener chime in that he's a good, seemed like a good family man. So congratulations to those guys doing that. I wonder what his next move is. Uh, it could be, again... If you start state, you tend to stay state. So I would think either like lieutenant governor or governor would be. And he could follow. He could use the Jesse Ventura playbook. Well, who do you think in our lifetime is going to be the next celebrity president? Because, you know, that, that confused me a lot when people kept saying Trump is a reality TV star. And I was like, yeah, but. Well, was, yeah, but I was like, <laughs> I remember him being the loudmouth New Yorker. That's how I remember, like, reading stories about Trump. and. Well, look at Jerry Springer. Yeah, he was. Wasn't he a, mayor of Pittsburgh? Uh, mayor of Pittsburgh, and then he went to do Jerry Springer. Yeah, so so that was a lateral move, right? <laughs> yes, probably. Uh, yeah, Trump, of course, trying to put his name on as many things as humanly possible, which I find hilarious. Right, by the, way. You know, the Trump, Trump, this, Trump, that. It was inevitable he would run, and it just caught everybody off guard. And I mean, everybody, including him, that he actually won. And I think it was just a perfect storm of people going, well, well I mean, like, we're tired of like, the political. Let's look at the reality of The Rock. If The Rock ran for something right now, I think he's more of an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Kind yeah, of he'd be a governor, whatever state he's most popular. What's the What's the highest position job where you don't have, you don't have to actually do anything in politics? Vice president. You think so? Vice president has two major responsibilities. One, be ready to take... Survive. Yeah, survive. Yeah. To take the presidency in the event of the inv invocation of the 25th Amendment, for instance, or okay. something like that. And to be... The, the vice president is also the president of the Senate. There are 100 senators. The vice president, is, as the president, is the 101st vote. So if there's a 50-50 split, he or she, historically always been he, is the tiebreaker. And that's it. Okay. Well, he's done a couple things then, right? He's tie break some tie broke or broken ties. Broken ties. Broken ties. Okay. Well, that's funny. You know, uh, we can move on. I was just I thought that was really interesting because I remember watching Kane. I remember how many times he came back from the dead, <laughs> and uh, those kind of things. I see. I totally missed him, so I feel I've lost some. Have you now. Have you been seeing this New York Times? editor being hit in the news were the new lady the new lady who's part of the tech part of the she's like the editing board i guess the new york times has a board mm -hmm. of editors and all these tweets came out from i don't know five years ago or something like that mm -hmm. again 
I encourage people to check this out because it's one of those things where you go, no one would ever do that. No one ever would just like go online and say those things with their name next to it because that's what that's why you do anonymous kind of stuff, right, mm-hmm. folks. Like when you go online, you create an alternate ego so you can say these weird things. But she said some really weird things, and she can't back out like the joy bearer saying, "Oh, it wasn't me," because. New York Times actually said, we knew about these tweets when we were interviewing her and we hired her anyway, which surprised me because these are. Um, well, people said you do the litmus test. I don't know if I'm using that correctly. OK, well, litmus where, test is- where you you substitute a word. So she said mm-hmm. a lot of things against white people. Right. And so the, like this like one guy online I was reading, it makes I don't know if that's like a, a, a real way to see if it's racist, but you just replace the word with another you know, yeah, ethnic group black, or Jewish, Asian, and then you're yeah. like, oh, well, that looks bad. Mm-hmm. So why why do you think they didn't fire her immediately? Because we've been talking about some people. Well, certain, they didn't have to fire certain, her. They didn't. They just should or, have not hired her. Well, well I mean, that's they, they. The New York Times said they knew about these tweets when they were interviewed because they're pretty pretty bad. Like, yeah, it's they not are. just like kind of offhand, especially with the context of Twitter. You don't really know where they're coming from. Because that's one thing you can argue with, like like a Roseanne Barr situation, where she's a comedian. So when you're when you're a comedian first, your job's a comedian. Like, do you just kind of take everything you say as a joke? But but like hers, she didn't have any context of what what she was saying. She just randomly started babbling on Twitter. But then again, she's a comedian, so it's like, all right, maybe that's her thing. But yeah. when this lady, who's just a normal, like it's just like me, and I'm a journalist, and I just kind of go on there and start talking like re- severe language, I would I would call it severe language. Would you say that the stuff she said was pretty severe? Oh yes, that was. Uh, if if I'd uh, said it, I'd be friendless. Yeah, and I'm, that's one thing I'm just trying to figure out. Like, why would you do that? And well, I got him in the headlines. It's not helping the cause of oh, we're um, non-biased. Objective. Or, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I encourage you to check it out. Uh, just look up New York Times, you know, Twitter or whatever, and they'll find <laughs> yeah. it. But it just kind of it amazes me at this the story. I like like again we talked in the in the past about. You always go by examples, and there's so many great examples in the past year about, oh, this resurface about this person. This is how we behaved, like the company-wise. Like, like look at Papa John's. He's still trying to fight to be the Papa John, to be Papa. And I'm like, I bet you anything, everyone in that boardroom is just like, can you just go, go away? Go away. Just go away. But uh, no, he won't. He's going to go on you know, his local radio station. What he, I believe what he'll eventually do is, is try to get money to do his startup uh, competing pizza business or restaurant, and it won't Actually, get past the you know, city okay. phase. So this is my proposal. If I was one of the uh, the board people, and they're like, "All right, so let's look at it like this." His name is Papa John's. He is the face of the company. How can we get him back? And this is what I would do. I said, "All right, so we're gonna we're gonna do an IHOP thing. We're gonna rename the brand, the brand temporary call it Mama John's." And we're gonna dress up Papa John's like a woman, and so we like as the board, and without him knowing, we get to laugh at his face because we see him dressing up as you know someone else, and he's got to act like Mama John's, and it's like it's like a punishment between the board and him, but the public sees it as a joke, and how much <laughs> I think it'd be funny. That could work. It could work though. So if he dresses up as a woman and call it Mama John's, and I'm talking like. He does like the fake Italian mama accent and all that kind of stuff. Eat your mozzarella. Yeah. You don't think that? Would be, and you put like rosy cheeks on him. Oh my goodness, that would actually work, I believe. Yeah. 
No, if they were smart. The board, how, how old is this kid now? Because what year was it that they did the whole dad come? Bo? Yeah, Bo. Man, I can't believe I know that video. Um, I don't know. He's probably like 18 now. Well, they may wait for a few years and then yeah. give it to him. <laughs> a listener, Dennis, Mama Mia. <laughs> they could have done a cross promotion, Ma- guys. Mama Mia, that's a spicy no, pizza you, no, roll. You g- give me your best female Mama Mia cook. Like how would that how, was? How would an ac- aggressive Italian mama cooking pizza sound like? An aggressive mama, because you know, like the Italian, mm-hmm. cook, like actual Italian chefs are very aggressive in the in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so that's what hmm, that'd be really funny though. So what do you think about my idea? I love your idea. I, I think, think it's it a would great work. idea. I think it would work, and you temporarily do it. Yeah. By the way, I was reading that the IHOP thing worked. I did too, which surprised me. It went so up like it 8% was like a whole or eight gag. to twelve percent. Well, we we went. Yeah, and we're never going back. Well, that's the point. Let's see the see the next month's numbers. Now they're just gonna sell out. We got all their cash. That was worth it. Well, you know, they bumped them up for. I, I think we're gonna find out that maybe the long term they may have increased their their customer yeah. base by maybe two percent than normal. Because we again we went. Everyone here's the thing. For the well, first month you, after New Coke was uh, invented, think, everyone drank it. Well, do you think that they did their internal review and they're like, "Hey, when people come, like out of every ten people that come to IHOP, one person gets not breakfast food. So we either need to cut it from the menu, or we need to reintroduce we do other food than breakfast food." I think they need to rebrand themselves more toward they're the alternate Denny's because they are, but they don't market themselves as such. Denny's, think about it. Denny's, we, we go, well, it's not that it, we go for breakfast so much. I mean, we, that has we go to be a hard part of managing a restaurant where you have all this food that no one eats because everyone's eating breakfast food. So it's like, how, I mean, you can only keep hamburger patties there for so long and, and then they're going to be crap afterwards. Exactly. Uh, but that's their problem is they market themselves as it's in their names International House of Pancakes. Now, they could just go to IHOP for, like uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken did. They just went to KFC in another five years. Their primary demographic is not going to know what KFC stands for. It's just the initials. It's like AT&T. Huh. Uh, so if they could just go with IHOP but expand their menu and say, we're always open. Basically, put, do the Denny's playbook. We're always open. It's not the fact that, yeah, breakfast is our specialty, but our, our big specialty is you're – Three in the morning, and you you got the munchies. That's what Waffle House for. Is Waffle House twenty four hours? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, well, they too need to market themselves a little better. No, they don't. Oh yeah, you don't want the people. They're going doing to just fine. <laughs> you and I'm taking you to Waffle House soon, my friend. I got a Waffle you, you, House hat over the weekend. Make America waffle again. No, it was actually uh, it was a very nice waitress. She was wearing this hat, and I go, hey, listen, I want to buy a hat here. How much does it cost? And like, I want it. I want to get a hat. She just goes, you know, I'm so, I don't think we can do that. I don't think we can sell it. But let me see what I can do. And then she comes back and gives her food. And she's like, yeah, we got a whole bunch in the back. When y'all leave, I'll, I'll give you one. Aww. And so she gave me one. So, so was, was the Waffle House? Like, yeah, I got it. Is it a yellow hat? No, it's the... black with uh, with yellow lettering. Okay. It was like I was kind of hoping for the camo one because the camo one looked pretty boss. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm not going to be picky about it because yeah. I finally got something. You would be so gangsta in your camouflage Waffle House ball cap. I was very proud of myself. And that lady was really nice. Nice tip, too, for her. But, uh, 
You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. <laughs> we got to take a break. We got lifeguards coming in. Yeah, in a it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, it is 9.30 right now on Lone Star Community Radio. You're listening to Mornings of Lone Star. We'll be right back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. An estimated 1 in 10 births will result in a neonatal intensive care stay, also known as the NICU. Overnight, a family can find themselves and their newborn baby in a critical situation. The Mila Foundation financially and spiritually assists families in need. If you would like to volunteer or become a monthly sponsor, please visit us at www.themilafoundation.org. Again, that's www.themilafoundation.org, because every life matters. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B, and of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? 
reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. To my left is Dick. Hey. Looking straight down. It's, hey. It's me, it's Skippy. And we got a room full of aquatic people here. Yeah. Like the boys and girls from Atlantis. 9.35 on the dot on August the 3rd. Hope you're enjoying us. We are sponsored today by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We cannot wait for Clean Sweep to come in and, we'll clean out our trash can. Come on in, guys. We miss you. And enjoying some delicious Conroe coffee. I'm going to take my sip. Dick, 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 take it. Hi. And I'm back. Okay, so <laughs> weather right now, it's finally broken 80 degrees out there. We are all the way up to 82. It's going to get up to 95, but got some storms coming tomorrow. I'll keep it in the upper 80s instead. Looking forward to that. So is uh, we have a room full of lifeguards here. Uh, are they? 42 of them. They're not wearing bathing suits. <clears throat> I know. We were expecting the whole Baywatch thing. We're so. playing the music. If, if you can't hear, a, there's a little dial there. You can turn up the volume. You should be able to hear the music and stuff. There we go. There you go. Okay, okay. Now, now I can tell that <laughs> they weren't getting the joke. Well, <laughs> we have a full room, and I want uh, y'all to take turns introducing yourselves. And don't forget your microphone is on your here, right there. There you go. And so if we start here with the young lady. Hello. My name's Alyssa. Everyone say hi, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Alyssa. Hello. All right, there we go. Uh, I'm Kyle Bartlett. Kyle. Hello, Kyle. I'm Race Nelly. Hello, Race. And then I know you. And everyone else just call out just loud, and the mics will pick you up. Um, I'm Diana Simeon. Uh, Zach Clark. All right. Kevin Rajo. Get a little close here, guys. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and you? And Kayla Daniels. All right. So you are y'all all certified lifeguards? Yes. yes. And these That's are members of the impressive. Conroe Aquatic Center. Okay. So these are, and they're all. So you're just down the street. Yes. Yeah. Real yeah. work for the summer, or just like who's a full time lifeguard? Uh, we don't have any full time lifeguards, but we're full time employees. City employees. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, yeah. you're there when they're you're in a pinch. Y- yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I I saw this press release of you guys winning a competition, and so I mainly thought of like obstacle courses and like you know fake doll like fake heavy dolls in CPR the water dummies. yeah so is that what am i thinking on the right track here or is yeah. this just like a is this like a beauty contest no it's you're along the same you're along the right track um it's a competition based on how well you know your skills okay um, so there's actually like a paper test yeah no there used to be a competition that had a paper test this one is all uh skills so okay you walk into a room and there's a scenario before you and you have to do the scenario 100% correctly to get all the points. Okay. But you're pretty much judged on how well you can, how well you know your material, how well you know your skill. Um, and then um, you get judged on that, and then you get ranked between other other cities. And so we were at the, the Gulf Coast competition. So it's all the city of Houston, 
um, El Campo, City of Galveston. So we we were competing against all those. And you beat them. So yeah. what yeah. you just Trash. described Is also it? sounds like an escape room. So kind of <laughs> kind of separate what what kind of skills. It's like you Is walk it? into a room and there's a you know where's the shark bite or. or... Um. Well, I would say it's more of how you respond to emergencies and how well you respond to emergencies. So they throw us into a scenario and someone starts drowning, but it all depends on how they start drowning, whether they're active or passive. We um, respond to emergency, uh, emergency situations, duh, first aid situations. Um, so at the, la at, at the El, Camp El Campo one, there was a diabetes emergency, right? And so there are certain things, there are certain um, steps and procedures that you have to go through in order to get the highest amount of points in order to beat those other teams. Is it team-based scoring or is it individual-based? So they'll, they'll divide us up. So in that specific diabetes scenario, they're like A and C or what, whichever ones um, we got marked on our arm, they would take us into that scenario. So okay. sometimes we were split up, and sometimes we were all together. Well, we have a listener who's worried now because who's watching the pool right now? <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a staff of 80 lifeguards. So. 80 lifeguards? 80. To watch one pool? Well, that water park that's over at the pool, it, it takes a lot of us to run it in one in one day. So there's yeah. there's there's 80 of us. There We have 80 lifeguards that watch our pool. Yeah. Dude, I could like get hired and just lose myself in the in the mob, never have yeah. to do anything. So now, now that I know it's team based and we're all here, who's the weakest link? Oh my gosh! Y'all can y'all can oh sell no. somebody out. It's okay. You can point. Yeah, at, no one's oh listening no. anyway. So yeah, you're yeah, you're good. Just, I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. Oh, I thought it was really cool when I read that, and it sounds like it was a challenging deal. Now, did y'all go on to a, a bigger one? And I'm guessing like did that happen? Did it happen? Like. We did go to a so there's uh -oh. regional qualifications. Okay. Um, that was the regional qualification for state, which is com which is connected to uh, TAF, the okay. Texas Amateur Athletic Federation. Um, so we went to the state games, which is the top three teams of each region. So it's the twelve top teams that compete at state. Uh, we did go. We did compete. Um, I haven't told them how they placed yet. Um, oh, announced it on the air, so you know. <laughs> it, they did really well at state. Um, I mean, it is the 12 best teams all over the state. So we're talking like Schlitterbahn. Um, the real, the big pools. Yeah. Yeah. Rosenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're the best, though. We're the best. So uh, we did really well at state. Uh, but, I mean, we we didn't place in the top 10 at state. Okay. Well, well obviously, hey. there's a lot of corruption going on yeah, at the upper obviously. levels of this uh, I can't event. believe you just said that. <laughs> on air. Well, hey, I don't know why y'all be sad about that because it's pretty good to be at that level. And I'm saying, like, for if a listener wants to go to that pool, you feel safe. They won't say, "Hey, you're you're worse than number ten." They're not gonna say that. Yeah. They're like, "Thank you for saving my life." So, <laughs> you don't don't fret on that kind of stuff. I don't know. Alyssa looks pretty like competitive. I think she may oh, manufacture. Absolutely. <clears throat> She's gonna give some guy, you know, what make someone on, let that. someone go so in the pool T within thirty it's minutes. T A F. What is it? What's the acronym? T A A F. All right, let's see if we can give him a call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll ask let's him about see. the rumors of graft and corruption <laughs> at the upper levels. <clears throat> so, uh, true, false, I, I eat a donut. Do I have to wait 30 minutes before I go in the pool? False. false. Then why did my mother lie to me all those years ago? 
Well, I don't even know <laughs> where that came from. Yeah, I've, I've already crushed some dreams on the air. I'm not going to crush anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go over to Super Guard Race Nunley here. Yeah. So, yeah, Race has been sitting there patiently waiting for his moment. So, Race, uh, <laughs> Dick and I, you know, we like to get prepared for our guests. So, uh, we watch, we binge watch a lot of Baywatch. So, I want to know how many drug rings and human trafficking rings have you personally stopped in your careers? Especially at that pool. Yeah. We know it's some. We know so, it goes down there. Just this summer, at least six. Whoa, oh, man, <laughs> that's hardcore. No, he's gonna we, get the Hasselhoff Award. <laughs> we don't have none of that going on. Our biggest worry is if there were a cotton in the pool or not. <laughs> <laughs> caught what? We don't allow cotton in the pool. Oh, pot! I think it's like pot. <laughs> no, oh, is he saying cotton or is he saying pot? Well, I think he's getting caught in the pool, and I'm like, caught doing what? Then I'm hearing no, pot. Cotton. So hold on. Cotton, cotton in the pool. Yes. Cotton, cotton in the like pool. Like the fabric. Yes. Yeah. We don't Who brings that, that into a pool? Oh, I get it now. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Everyone. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Is it all messing with me? What's going on right now? No, no, that's, that's, that's just so, one of our rules. We don't allow cotton shirts. Okay. Shorts, I was like, allow. people are putting cotton in their pockets. And it's like, oh, I forgot to take that out of my pocket <laughs> before I get into the pool. Q-tips floating down the lazy river. <laughs> well, actually, so... Uh, let's lead to that because I can't go into pool. You know, I, I'm Mr. Skin Cancer, so I got to wear a shirt and stuff. So, what can I wear? What can someone wear if they want to go swimming? Um, we allow like fishing shirts, like Columbia PFG, or like dry fit shirts, anything like that. Okay. Scuba gear with the swimsuit. With swimsuit. Yeah, you got to wear a swimsuit. She, 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 that's a yeah. smart one right there. Yeah. Make sure you wear your <laughs> bottoms. She must have heard about me. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me about the uh, when you're not closed. How many? How big are the parties? The ragers? Because I mean, I used to live by uh, one of my one of my close friends next door was a lifeguard, and they definitely did some bad stuff. <laughs> so, my gosh! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Y'all don't have to we <laughs> we got on the slide backwards. If that's what you mean. <laughs> okay, so either if you're on the mic or not, what's the weirdest like save you've ever had to do? Maybe or weirdest scenario. Something that didn't involve a cotton shirt. Um, I, mean, I feel like it's all kind of pretty standard. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. There's yeah, got to be something that just kind of pops swallowed out. Swallowed too much water. Or... I had to save a mom and a daughter once. Daughter jumps in off the diving board. She can't swim. Mom jumps in to save her. She can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> so I saved both of them. Okay, so how do you deal? What, what, how do you what, allow what? people to come into a pool? <laughs> Like, don't shouldn't that be like a normal? Hey, can you swim? Yeah, there are height requirements. <laughs> how how old was this daughter? Like an infant kind of? Probably four, five. Okay, so that I mean that's forgiven right there. Like, yeah. Mommy, I'm, look at me, look at me. Yeah. You'd be that. surprised how fearless some people are. Well, I'll take it serious for a minute. Talking about fearless, I mean, you got to go in that situation. I'm sure you have two people who are thrashing violently and probably freakishly strong as a result. How do you handle something like that? I mean. I know me. I'm basically a cowardly, so there's no way I could dive into that. No, I'd be the third victim at that point. So basically, it comes down to like which one you want to save first. It's kind of like importance-wise. Mm -hmm. Always go for the kid first because the mom has a better chance in the end, right? Because she's stronger, she's able to do that. So you go for the kid first, and if you can get both of them at the same time, you do that. But I went for the kid first, put her on the wall, and then got the mom. And well, happy ending all around. Happy ending. Okay, just if you ever see me in the pool, know that I'm. I have much more money than any of the kids in there. <laughs> so if you want to rearrange your priorities, a bit, that's, that's okay with me. So what are the perks being a lifeguard besides, like, being cool? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Passing it Zach on. Getting, Zach's getting it now. 
Oh, that's true. I mean, it's kind of an awkward tan, but tan nonetheless. Yeah, you guys realize that one day you're going to be my age, right? <laughs> you don't want to look like a California raisin. <laughs> I, I make them watch a lot of skin cancer videos oh, about nice. putting on sunscreen, and I make them watch a lot of videos. Try to try to make them not get super tan. Yeah. But be smart, kids. Wear SPF three thousand. Do you guys have like regulars at the pool that you kind of know? Yeah, are familiar with. Bad end, because good. the pool used to be like the place during the summer for me. Yeah, and that was especially when the adult swim would go. We try to cheat and like swim while the adult. Y'all have adult swim? No, yeah. none of that anymore. Sort of, in the lap pool, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that I grew up, when I started doing lap swimming, that's when I realized all oh, these punk kids. Yes. <laughs> so who does who does the chlorine and stuff? Is it chlorine based? Yeah. Is the pool? Yeah. Do y'all have a salt pool at all anywhere in the Conroe? No. Okay. Salt, salt pools are mostly residential pools. Yeah, I, well, I, I thought I could have sworn there was like one pool that was salt, but yeah, wait, what? It's salt by based, the, not chlorine based. By the end of it, it, I mean, you're just pouring salt in, and it, but the it's actually turning into chlorine. Yeah. it's just a softer version of chlorine than what. And we it tastes use. really good. <laughs> <laughs> so who does the chlorine then? Um, not you guys. We have a full time person that does. All of our chemicals and everything, just because yeah. it's kind of a. That's gotta be insane. You mean yeah. I could have gotten into that instead of this gig? Yeah, it, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it really is. His name is Steven. He does all the fountains in Conroe. He does the splash pad and he does the. Well, when you get Steven's phone number? Yeah, yeah, big big shout out to Steven, <laughs> He's man. He's the best. He's okay, you the best. guys gotta have practical joke stories. Practical joke stories. Because come on, this is like the summer spot. There's like everything goes down at the summer spot. And you're talking about how? What's the oldest lifeguard oh, you Joe, have? Yeah. That's not a full-time employee. Who? Joe. Corinda. Oh. Oh. Are, like, are you talking like the longest like, they've guys, been there, well, or well, the oldest? Well, like you guys, do y'all go to high? Are y'all in high school? College. Well, we're mostly in college. And so this is like a summer job kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then that's it. Like after y'all go back to school, y'all lifeguards at school too. Yeah, well, it depends if you're out of like if you're around. Some people stay and guard during the during the off season too. Okay, because I always but. thought that was an interesting job. Like what my neighbor, he would just do it. He'd get hired on weekends and stuff, and he'd be like, "Yeah, I'll have to go to Texarkana or something." Like, why the heck what? are you going all the way to Texarkana? What? So they have water there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, Dick. <laughs> So tell us again about this this award for those who are like tuning in late and stuff. And how can they find out about you guys? And most importantly, if they want to become a lifeguard, what are the qualifications? You know, what are the requirements, and how do they uh, get about doing it? Well, um, I'll go ahead and do that. Or do you want to do that? Kayla's our new operations. Person. Okay, you know we're ready. Yeah. So you have to be vocal. So, yeah, she... she said, "Hell no, I don't want to do it." <laughs> uh, but to be to become a lifeguard. Um, we hold classes for about 12 weeks in a row um, before summer starts. There are two weekend classes. Um, it's $300, or no, sorry, two fifty. we went down in price. It's $215. Um, you get to swim at $300. You have to tread uh, for two minutes without your, without your hands. And then you have to retrieve a brick from 12 feet, uh, come back up and, and hold the brick to your chest and only kick back to a wall. So it's about 20 yards. Um, and it's a two weekend long class of learning all the rescues, uh, first aid. Uh, the biggest thing that we learned is CPR, just because it is at a professional level. It's not like your basic CPR, it's the CPR that paramedics learn. Um, 
So CPR at professional level, and then just learning how to um, be safe on the stand to keep everyone else in the pool safe. Well, awesome. I will say every time I swam in a pool, I always felt safe when there was a lifeguard. Oh, yeah. I, I won't go in w without one. I am like... Really? Oh, you, uh, it's no secret how you know afraid of water I am. But I had to do the uh, the helicopter crash training. Mm -hmm. oh. they, they wanted to uh, certify me to go out to fly out to oil rigs mm -hmm. once. And that was after the fourth dunk. <laughs> and they, yeah. I had to do seven, and I was ready to walk. I was like, they can't fire me for not finishing that. And, and, but the instructor there was really cool. This was out in Katy. Haunted. This Slow down again. So helicopter... Yeah, what they yeah, yeah you had it's just day long training where like the first four hours you're watching all these videos of people just dying horribly off of oil rigs, it's a, yeah. and if you go through that, then you have lunch, then you get in the pool, and it's this huge like NASA pool, and they like throw uh, uh, coolers and debris in there, and say okay, float for the next half hour. So I learned how to take my jumpsuit and blow into it, and then they bring out the helicopter simulator, which dunks down seven times in various scenarios. Like, like you crash. get dunked. Yeah, you're you're strapped in, and they got divers around you. Yeah. And I've got, I'll show you, I've got one on video where it went in and then turned upside down. Yeah. And that water comes up fast. And after the fourth time, it's like, there's no more. I'm going to do this. The, the instructor was really cool, though. Talked me through it. I did the final three. Got certified for, you know, whatever that's worth. <laughs> but I, I, long, long way of saying, I got to take a bow to you kids and grown-ups for doing this is something i could never do uh guaranteed i don't think dick could either yeah i could do it you got like <laughs> you, you got like 0.8 percent body fat you, know, you can't grab yeah it but i mean i like to risk my life all the time so it's okay <laughs> is there okay, a chance of jaywalking does not count that's true so how long y'all guys got left till the end of the summer? What's going on at the pools? Can we tell anybody what's anything special going on? Y'all are just open normal hours or well I mean this so we have a week and a half left okay. of our water park being open. So the water park that's there will actually be demolished at the end of the season. Um, so we'll be open on the weekends through August, but for all week long, uh, for a week and a half, we'll be open. And then we'll be open weekends in August, uh, Labor Day weekend, and then that will be it for, for that water park. And we'll be, we're going to be building a new one. Um, but we'll be open all year long for adult lap swim, uh, water aerobics, swim lessons, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. And you guys, y'all have a big plans? Going back to school? Yeah. Cool. Staying out of trouble? Not, <laughs> All right. Big plans. Okay. Well, thank y'all so much for coming in, and congratulations on y'all's yeah, success. Is there you. a website or, uh, uh, like, a city website or, or page or something people can go to if they want, if they want to so join yeah, the, this crew? The, the City of Conroe website. Um, if you cityofconroe.org. And then Parks and Recreation. Um, so everything about the aquatic center is there in that area. If you, for the lifeguards, they were posted on the city, they were posted on the Facebook for the city of Carnival Parks and Recreation. So, and Got usually it. when we go to competitions, that's where we're going to post everything for the lifeguard comp. Cool. We'll be sure to post the website on our page so people know to get there. I want to thank all you guys. I got Alyssa, Kyle, Race, Zach, uh, Kayla and Kevin. I miss it. Oh, yeah, and you, because she's all quiet over there. <laughs> Did you say, or say something in the microphone just so people know you're here. 
Okay, <laughs> I, I could have done that. Uh, this but, is the team, the Conroe Aquatic Center Lifeguard team. Thanks so much for being here, guys. Yeah, we hope yes, you had fun. Yeah, like congratulations did. again. Y'all should yeah. be very, very proud. Thank you. And uh, folks, go swimming. You got a week and a half left. Is that what? Yeah, a week and a half left. Then it's gone. Well, then there's a new one going to be built. So, <laughs> But uh, yeah, you're listening to Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We'll be right back. It's 9.55. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcasts, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936 936- Six four seven three seven seven six to take your first step into the radio world. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture, learning about how food is grown and produced. 
and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families. Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive, and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936-441-8778. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Welcome back, 1001 on the dot. Morning's hey Lone Star with hey Dick yo. and Skippy. We've been talking to the Connor Aquatic Center, and of course, Alyssa forgot to give her mom a shout out. So, Alyssa's mom, on behalf of Alyssa, Dick and Skippy, send all her love. Hey. And uh, we want to know what's for dinner. Let us know. Call us 936 647 3776. Let us know. You know, I forgot to ask them what? if they have the eye contact confirmation. Like, if someone's drowning, they go, You got this? Or, like, You got this? Right, you want to get this? Well, there were so many questions we didn't answer. I'd heard that in doing CPR, that in your head you got to play another one bites the dust. That that's the perfect rhythm to do CPR. Boom, boom, boom. Well, you know, it's even like well, Holly was telling me the percentages of people actually being saved by CPR are so low. Oh, it's. I, I would presume it's well. It depends. Drowning. CPR, I would say, would be a high success oh, rate yeah. because you're trying to get just get the air, uh, the, the water out of the lungs. Now, heart attack CPR is basically just to keep the the. It's, I think the breaths are more important to keep yeah. oxygen going to the brain till 
they can do something. Well, I learned not to wear cotton in my pockets. Yeah, so much for wearing tidy whities to the pool in Conroe. Thanks, guys. Yeah, don't do that. You're crushing my vibe here. Yeah. They they didn't say anything about polyester. They didn't say anything about Speedos. Well, are those cotton? No. So, yeah, you can wear whatever. I can. (laughs) I always wanted that. I'm going to wear a pair of Speedos out there just to prove a point. There you go. 1003 <laughs> Morning's Lone Star. Uh, that was a good interview. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, they, they were a lot of fun. Thanks, kids. If you're still listening, we appreciate you. And come back anytime. Let us know what's happening in the Conroe, Conroe Aquatic Center. Aquatic? Aquatic. Yeah. Aquatic Center? Uh, the the Aquatic great. Center. That's great. All right. So let's move on. Okay. What's going on? Well, actually, a lot of local stuff. And one kind of with, uh, I'll start off international because it can go to a, a local tie in. You know, uh, the latest craze right now uh, seems to be virtual reality arcades or, or buildings. Uh, there's a new one in the woodlands uh, where you go in, you pay your money, and you get 10 minutes or an hour or whatever of VR. Of like anything? Is this like a well, theme? Well, this is what I'm leaning towards. So the one that's like, you know, the games, like the race car games yeah. or, or, or riding the roller coaster. But in Japan, uh-huh. the latest craze, and yeah, I just say Japan and you know where I'm going with this are porn booths, virtual reality porn booths. Oh, man, why are we talking Where about for this? a mere 1,500 yen, well, maybe about, What's what? 1,500 yen? Yeah, maybe like 15 bucks. I'm, I'm looking it up. Okay. Google? Yeah, it's 13. Man, you knew that. That's yeah. crazy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I lived in Japan, so I had the unfair advantage. But for an hour. So 15 bucks for an hour in a VR booth. Designed for your erotic stimulation. Is it something you did? No, I read about it. Okay. <laughs> it's just new. I haven't done well, it I mean, yet. Like, I we were I was I was listening to a deal about VR and they were saying the next move VR is gonna do is uh, certain locations are gonna have their own hosts. So for example, the Reliance Stadium will have its own VR subscription. So okay. anything that goes on in Reliant Stadium, you can subscribe to that, and you can be at whatever concert, whatever football game, whatever special event, and you can be there. Nice. And then they're they're even talking about like smaller venues would be doing it. So for example, uh, like your the theaters in like the Owen Theater could do it. This is very getting very close to Star Trek when they said that TV eventually faded out as a form of entertainment for more holographic, virtual, uh, interactive experience. I, I would think that the next phase here, and uh, hold on, I'm going to, excuse me, I had to sneeze off the air there for a second. I think uh, the next phase will be uh, what they call 4D. And this happened to me at Disney World. I went to this great uh, attraction at Disney World where... It's like part alien, you know, the movie Alien, where the, you're on a space station and this alien's broken free. And it's virtual reality, but also they would do stuff like the lights would go out. You're in these special chairs, and the the speakers would have the alien running all around behind you. Then it would stop behind you, and they would have a little thing that would puff hot air on the back of your neck. It'd yeah. Go, <gasps> I've been actually, I was I did that when I was about eight years old. And it, but it stuck with you. Oh no! I, I, or the guy gets blooded out, and the blood starts spitting. And they they throw warm water on you. That's forty. I think that'll be the next thing for these these VR arcades no, or, or whatever. I think, it, I think it really, I really think it has a place where 
if you want to go see the Newsies from CYT at the Crichton, they have a special thing where you can go in and get on your thing and watch it. from like You do like third row up or something. It could. Maybe not with live theater so much because one of the attractions of live theaters is there's nothing separating you from the action. There's no screen. But yeah, but I mean, like that way you can reach a wider audience. True, but virtual reality, one of the, the phases, uh, the advantages of that is getting a 360 view. Well, you don't, you know, you're sitting there. You don't want to look around. Because the... I think there's also a movement for comedians to do that. Now that I can see. So, well, I'm saying like, I think it can apply to any theater, not specific shows. But uh, I'm saying it'd just be yeah. a theater thing. So, like, oh, I want to know what's going on with the next show they're going to do. Then you just log on and see it. Then you can watch it whenever you want. So, so if you miss the Newsies, which it premieres, I think, the 17th, mm-hmm. uh, you can watch it later. Which, I mean, I bet there's royalties and all that kind of you know, other stuff. Right. Now, I think this weekend— is, is But it... you're, too, you're too busy watching the, the naughty stuff. <laughs> so we know— Not yet, we, but we I, I will. Um, hey, uh, just because I had the, the information up here, first person to go on the air and let us know—not uh, go on the air, but, but let us know how many— U.S. presidents were once mayors. We'll give you a couple of tickets to this tribute to Conroe Music yeah. Fest. We're just desperately trying to get rid of a lot of tickets here. That wasn't me passing wind. That was the tickets. Yeah, blame the tickets, Dick. <laughs> oh, man, that's some funny stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think the VR thing has a future. I think especially for sports. Like, I know the World Cup did a huge deal where you could actually subscribe to it and watch all the World Cup games in your VR headset and be like, Okay, on the 50-yard line kind of thing. Well, yeah, what they need is above the 50-yard line, a drone or a fixed, somehow where you could fix a, a camera, a 360 camera, yeah. and use that as your, uh, wow, I'm just thinking about that. I tell you, there's a lot of possibilities there. Now, just to let you know, uh, at the Owen Theater, tomorrow and Sunday only, there's going to be a special fundraising production of Driving Miss Daisy. And all the funds from this are going to go to improving the theater, you know, better lighting and stuff like that. It's, it's really great. If you go to Owen Theater with an RE.com, there's only uh, tomorrow at 2 p.m., tomorrow at 8 p.m., and then Sunday at 2 p.m. Cost the tickets only 24 bucks. And if you've never seen Driving Miss Daisy, uh, you know, the, you got the movie with Morgan Freeman and Dan Aykroyd and Jessica Tandy. It's, it's a three-person play for the most part. And we've got some great people. I, I think the original actors who did it before are reprising their roles, uh, Art and Marion, I believe, and then Tim Eggert in it as well. Great actor. So that's happening yeah, Tim, this weekend. Tim's, Tim's a, uh, a Monty winner, I think, isn't he? Of course he is because he's been in one of my productions. hey yo, We're going to take a break. It is 10.09. When we come back, local headlines. I know I've been kind of wanting to talk about some stuff, but, you know, I enjoyed the Baywatch interview we did with those lovely lifeguards. I like, You know, that's one thing I got, I got to say is a lifeguard, like lifeguard's job, too many people don't really know what goes into it. Right? You think so? No, I, I agree with you. I, I think what they have to, the training they have to go through is substantial that I, I could never do. Because they have to be ready for all eventualities. So bizarre. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mornings Lone Star. Mornings Lone Star at IRLoneStar.com. Brought to you by Conroe Coffee. Clean sweep office cleaning. We'll be right back.
Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Hello. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star Dickinson. Hey. 10.13 on a Friday morning. Hey, you know what it's, I found kind of funny? Uh, apparently Amazon is doing its, its job in removing all Nazi symbols from products that that's sold on Amazon. So if, if a product has a symbol, a Nazi symbol on it, then I, I thought I found it funny because they have a whole TV series yeah, about that. That's part of their logo. The what is it? Uh, so the man on the golden tower. Or, high tower. Man yeah, the high tower. High castle. High castle. So I guess they don't have any uh, promotional products for that show, do they? I mean, oh, not if they follow their own rules. But what if? And and I'm not asking. I'm not judging. I'm not asking to be judged on this. The collection of Nazi memorabilia is a thing. You know, people collect the old Sambo. Was it originally a Buddhist symbol? Yeah. The things that was also like broken cross of their various apocryphal uh, origins well, some, of it. Some of the items are really weird. So, like for example, uh, don't ask me why, but a cross burning baby onesie. 
Like, don't know why you want to sell that, but yay, that's part of it. You know why someone would want to sell it? Because they constitutionally can. they can. And then uh, other things like we're just Nazi symbols, like there's a pendant you can buy. Uh, there is a Nazi-style eagle that they use in a lot of their branding and things, but mm -hmm. it's just the eagle. It's not actually a, the symbol. I got gotcha. you. So, and then the the SS skull mm -hmm. that was on their whatever uniforms or whatever. But I mean, it's just it's so bizarre to me. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Remember that Walmart was in like get in trouble every once a month. About yeah, with a T-shirt. Oh, we got slipped by our quality control. Yeah, what was it? Something uh, about rope it. tree journalists. Some assembly required, and then there was the other one. Here's the thing about See, I, Amazon can ban whatever now, they darn well feel like. Now I kind of want to buy these things and give them to people as gifts. Oh lord! Just to, just to see like, thanks, and then you write someone else's name like from their mom or something like that. It's, it's always it's always that fine line. Well, with Amazon, of course they can ban whatever they darn well feel like because yeah. they're you know a private company. But let's in the, I guess it'd be more of an eBay kind of thing because well, let's say there was a a plate that Hitler ate off of that's got the Nazi symbol on it or a Luger for a gun collector that's got the, yeah. Well, I mean, I, Amazon doing that, they're just, who cares? They're, someone else is going to post something else in like a week on Amazon that's going to be. But you've got books. You've got. Like you, remember we were talking about, I think it was like eight months ago, talking about that circumcision kit you could buy? Yes. So, I mean, like you can sell random things. Amazon's not going to know until some people make a stink about it, and which is fine. But I guess, now, did anyone make a stink about this or are they just going to say, oh, you know, there are Nazis in the White House, so we're going to ban all no, Nazis? No, I doubt that. You like to jump to that conclusion. Well, no, I'm wondering that, why, because think about the, the sheer number of World War II history books that on the cover have. I'm adjusting my, my jeans. Okay? I can tell. If you're Relax. watching this on if you're watching this on video, it's kind of scary. Ugh. But I'm just getting comfortable for this deep conversation about that. Right. But they're World War II uh, history books that will have well, the, the swastika. A listener, on. Brett, goes Iron Eagle was the symbol of the House of Hanover. Mm -hmm. And again, like I think the Buddhists got robbed in the end because. That Nazi symbol's been around for a long, long time, well before. Well, something can be appropriated, and I'm not talking cultural appropriation. It just becomes a thing. You know, in the old days, uh, there were words that meant something. Gay and queer, for instance, and this is off the top of my head, meant something completely different than yeah. what they do now. They still mean the old things, but no one uses them nowadays anymore because they've been re Because this is one of those things, purpose. like, say I was a Buddhist, and I really like that Nazi symbol pendant. Mm -hmm. I really like that because it meant I mean, whatever. What is actually? What's? Let's see what it actually means. The swastika. The, the actual swastika symbol. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you look it up on your browser history instead of me. Oh no, we're already in trouble here. You're right. <laughs> and Lone Star Community. And see, and like I myself am in that awkward moment because I'm in a production. Well, I feel sorry for the guy who wears it for the Buddhist reasons. They have to explain it. Oh no, no, no. That's <laughs> uh, it's 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 not that. No. Let's see. I'm looking. You keep talking. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm in a production of a, of a very in-your-face show called Talk Radio. There's a movie version of it, Eric Bogosian. Um, but in the play, someone sends a Nazi flag it, to a DJ. It's a symbol of divinity and spirituality in the native European religions, Indian religions, Chinese religions, Mongolian, and Siberian shamanisms. Man, that'd be cool. Wow. So Amazon may, you know, I'm thinking a knee-jerk reaction to say, we're going to just blanket cut off anything that's got a swastika on it. 
where we can't. Now, is it where they're not showing the product? That they're not showing the product, or they're not going to carry it? They're anymore? banning it. They're not. They're banning the product. They're, they're banning the product. So, if there's a World War II history book that happens to have a photo of Hitler on it, who's wearing the swastika on his arm, yeah. they're going to ban this book. Well, no, I. I mean, I. I I don't, then what, you're what's asking the, questions that I have no answers on, and but the, I'm way I, the, what's way the, I, the way I see that is somebody complained enough to they're like, oh wait, we'll ban it because if you and this is something that I think Amazon did really poorly in the past, I think about ten years, is when they had the Amazon third party sellers mm-hmm. and how they presented it on the website because there was a good amount of time like my parents were confused when they were buying something, they didn't know they were buying it from a reseller. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the way it was because Amazon, I think, at one point always prioritized the cheapest price. So whoever's selling the cheapest, Amazon or Joe Schmo, and if Joe Schmo was cheaper, that would be featured on it. And a lot of times, like it just confuse them because it's like, why is this taking two weeks to get here, opposed to you know the Amazon whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, and but then again, like there's no way they're gonna watch all the the warehouse deals and all that stuff. There's no way unless you use stupid keywords like nazi but well that's the thing if, if they're saying we're going to ban anything that's got a swastika on it that's just a blanket knee jerk that's as dumb to me as when google added breast to the safe word you know if you because that cut out all instances of breast cancer or chicken breast recipes truly you, you can't just pick a word and regardless of context or anything say we're going to word or symbol and say we're going to just ban this yeah there's some what's what's interesting to me about it too. If you go on the history side of it, there I'm looking at old pieces of jewelry, pots, and cave art that used the symbol, but now it'd just be like if you put that in a history thing, like they immediately say, "Oh, this is from 1940s, 1930s Germany." Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah, I'm not really too worried about this though. I just found it funny that they have a whole show about it, and then it's like, "Oh, we can't sell our products." Our product, what do they call it? A fr- franchise, or man, I just went blank. What happens when, like, you know, they have Star Wars, they sell Star Wars toys, merchandise. Uh huh. So they can't do their merchandise anymore. Nope, no that's more too bad. No more Hitler merch. Hit that's merch. too bad. They should sell Papa John's merch. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mama John's is a real solution to that issue. No, they're going to get Bo, man. They're going to promote him to CEO of the corporation or, or spokesman. Wouldn't you like to have. Who are, okay, there have been several company, like, presidents and spokespeople who've gotten busted. They should form, like, an evil league. You've got um, Jared from Subway. You got the dude you're getting Adele guy. Remember him? Because he, he got, like, his own TV show and stuff, and then he got caught for pot. Oh, they yeah. Dumped him. They dumped him. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you're getting Adele. So him. Who else has just been well, I remember, a spokesman I remember who just the, did something? Well, I, I remember the Blue's Clues guy. Because there's so many blues clues, there's something like the the theory was he did something perverted. No, and he did that. Like, well, you don't know which one. Because I think there's like two or three blues no, clues. No, there were two. What it was uh, was Steve was the first one. Yeah. And his deal was he'd done it for several years. Uh, he was a music. He was like a punk rock musician, and kind of latched on the gig. Now he loved the gig, but he's like, listen, you know, I'm losing. Seriously, he was losing his hair very quickly. He's like, I don't want to be the bald guy on blues clues. I don't want to get back to music. So he actually, they spent a year finding his replacement. He vetted the replacement. I mean, he was very serious about this guy has to carry on the tradition. And that's when they brought well, in Joe Donovan. There's actually, what's his name? Steve. Yeah, I, and I know his name because uh, uh, I, I've talked well, about I, him Well, I would encourage Steve Harris, I think. You talked to him? No, I talked about him a lot. Have you seen his stand-up stuff? 
Yeah. And the story he told, have you heard the story? The Blues about, Blues About the Playmate? No, I missed that one. So he did this, there was a series that was basically like C-plus actors, and they tell their stories of when they're 15 minutes of fame and what happened, like what crazy stories. And he told a really surreal story, and this is when I started seeing who his character was, if it's a true story. Basically, uh, this is like right when Blue's Clues was at the height. So he was recognized everywhere he went. And he moved to California, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And he said that, that one of his uh, neighbors was a playmate. And <laughs> they became like just neighbors, you know. And she came over one time, over like one day, and said, like, hey, one of my friends is having a Blues Clues party, and I want to impress them <laughs> by having you come over. And he's like, oh, cool. Like, this is like maybe I get to meet and know her, get to know her more, and all that stuff. And then they went on a date afterwards, and he said it's just like it became like she only liked me because I was Blue's Clues, and I felt disgusted with myself because of what I could do. Like he said, like I'd never been in that situation. Like <laughs> just because of who I am, I could do things to people that would normally seem as you know wrong or morally questionable and stuff like that. So he said, like, and I told her, you know, one night it was getting heavy, and then I just couldn't do it anymore. So I just apologized to her, and you know. We just went our separate ways, and he moved out. He moved. Aw, see, that sounds like him. He was a cool guy and and did it right. And his, my daughter was Blue's Clues age for that. And I remember watching the special three-part episode that they did during the early evening so all the families could be there together where he goes off to college, but his brother comes in to, to take over, to, to, to house sit for him while he's in college. Uh, and that's when they turned Is over Blue's the show. Is Blue's still going on? No, no, it's, it's long gone. But it was, it was a great show. You know, for for what it's worth, okay. and to this day, I can go. Burr, burr. What is this? Isn't that Crosby Crosby Nash song? Burr, for what it's worth. Burr, burr. Oh, I don't know. I just felt like when he said that, I thought of it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Ten twenty four on a Friday morning. We're gonna go in a break. Come out okay, of break with our final half hour. And let's see. Let's see your English, because I didn't know this. I don't know if I even pronounced it correctly. Set to. Septuagenarian. Septuagenarian. What is that? 70-year-old. Okay. Someone in their 70s. However, he told the police he hit the younger septuagenarian because he's an idiot. That's a story. Two men in their 70s going for it. That's really That's me and Brett it. one day. I'm telling you. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star here on IRLoneStar.com. Um, Montgomery County's community radio station, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. And, of course, we're on Facebook Live, YouTube Live. It's 925. We're going to take a quick break. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss Cece Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B, and of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday, right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM, or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtoplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. Welcome back, Morning's Lone Star. Broadcasting live on Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. Having a good time today. It is Friday. We're going to miss everybody for the week. It's 1028. We're going to do some local news and reports here with Sean, our local news reporter. <laughs> so, uh, Buffalo Springfield. Thank you, Brett. I was right. I knew, I knew there was a song by that title. I don't know why I thought of it. I do have a record from Buffalo Springfield. That's probably why I... Okay. All right, so uh, local news. Local news. Tell well, me about it. Local weather, 86 degrees, going up another 9 degrees today. Uh, some storms tomorrow, cloudy storms next week. Uh, but general cooling trends such as it is. So. I'm not seeing any traffic either, so school hasn't started, clearly. <laughs> right. Now, but do be prepared because I think uh, in a week and a half, that's when school starts, a couple of weeks. And it's going, you know, watch out for the kiddos and be aware of school zone laws. Don't use your cell phone and don't speed. I know you're not an officer, but what is the law like? For example, right now, uh, for Holly's birthday, we hosted at my parents' house, and they had the flashing lights on for the school zone. I'm like, there's no way school's going on right now. You still have to follow. Legally, you have to follow the lights because it could be a special session. Okay. Summer school, something like that. It's always good to err on the side of caution. Okay. I will allow that. Well, well, I, got, I actually got local. that from a Montgomery County constable. I gotta believe you know those people. Local news. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, constables, so the Texas Commission on Law Enforcement is investigating, uh, th- opening investigation onto Precinct 4 Constable Rowdy Hayden, 
and his chief deputy, Barry oh, Welch. Come on, say this. Slow down. Okay. I'll tell you sheriff. Oh, Rodney Hayden, that's over your East County. Rowdy, uh-huh. Yeah, okay, okay. So, so, so. Yeah, Precinct 4, so that's Woodlands area. Uh, Rowdy Hayden and his chief deputy, Barry Welch, uh, there's an investigation on them from the Texas Commission on Law Enforcement on uh, alleged alleged training violations. And from what I can gather, uh, mainly paperwork related, so I don't think it's like a oh, man. smoking gun thing. Man. But— not saying I wish that on those kind of people. But. No, 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 not not at all. I, you know, I respect law enforcement. All, Is this like an way. ethics violation kind of thing? Well, I, I don't think it's quite ethics. Cause I'm it, a concerned it citizen. It, it, it's, when they say training violations, uh, I, I don't think that falls under ethics. Training violation could be, you know, this guy got passed even though he didn't run the obstacle course in time. Or they were given the wrong paperwork or the wrong test or something. So details are sketchy. But, you know, just want to put it out there and hope all goes well. Now, also with local law enforcement, <clears throat> tomorrow at Pacific Yard House, just a block away, tomorrow morning from 9 to 11, will be the Thin Blue Line Breakfast, uh, benefiting or hosted by Montgomery County Law Enforcement Agency. And this is where uh, scholarships that have been um, awarded, the scholarship winners will be highlighted. Uh, a great networking event, and when you want to throw your hat behind the local law enforcement, which I do, Definitely want to go there. So Pacific Yard House tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. Be there or be square. So we have uh, those two for non-law enforcement. A Gullo Ford up here in Conroe. Uh, and on behalf of the Military Warriors Support Foundation, have awarded a new SUV to Army Sergeant Robert Bonner. Uh, he was selected. Uh, Robert uh, is a veteran uh, in battle, lost a leg. And uh, so on behalf of uh, the Military Warrior Support Foundation, Gullo Ford, along with the Wells Fargo Bank of North Houston, um, help finance, have given him a new SUV for him to get better, get around. And so yay for them on that one. And uh, Interfaith of the Woodlands, every year, you know, they announce their hometown heroes. These are individuals and organizations worthy of— You made the list? I did not. Man, you're my hero, though. Oh, I'm, I'm blushing. But before the visual sets in, I'll let you know that the hometown heroes for this for this year Thank you for that image. include Robert Heineman, Steve Leakey, Dr. Joel Reed, Patty Ravella, Bryn Ballard Huntsman, and Peter Huntsman. The uh, company that's been awarded a hometown hero recognition is Entergy, and then the nonprofit that's been recognized has been the Junior League uh, branch, uh, the Woodlands branch of Junior League. So congratulations to all those hometown heroes, and there will be proper uh, recognition of them later on. And finally, locally, not such good news. At the Exxon on North Park Boulevard in Kingwood, uh, cops have found some credit card skimmers. Those things that people have been putting on. That's definitely a fear of mine every time I get yes. It's becoming more... And what's funny is, like, I don't even know how to properly search for that. I just go like this. I go like that. Like, all right, seems like it's part of it. <laughs> I figure... When in doubt, just go inside and give it to them directly. Ugh. Say, I need 20 bucks, okay. whatever. Not much. So those are the, the local headlines, uh, the hyper-local ones. Uh, what else do we got? We were talking about our uh, our two old men. Yeah, I wanted to follow up with that. So apparently two senior citizens in South Carolina got in a fight at a Costco because this is actually – I wish they would do a little bit more timeline because according to the police, there was a 70-year-old man – 
who was standing in line for a free piece of cheese, of course, at Costco. And a man cut in front of him, another 70-ish old man cut in front of him, took the cheese and walked off. And he thought that was kind of rude. And then, of course, the same 70-year-old man was in line for his cheeseburger sample. The one who'd been blocked for the, che- for the cheese. Okay. And then he saw the man approaching, and he made a comment uh, to this man. He said, hey, you can get in front of me. Quote, he goes, you can get in front of me because I knew you were just going to cut in line anyway. And the uh, the older gentleman, 72-year-old, called him a jerk and just clocked him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there was a fight. Do you think they're old friends and there's the setup? I don't know. Get on the news? I I feel like this is one of those Costco employees going like, man, I'm glad I'm getting paid somewhat to be here. Clean up on aisle six. Because how do you stop? Like, I can, I mean, I can understand, like, because I remember being at Kroger, and they they specifically told us, like, to not touch people. So it's like, for example, one time this, this dude filled up his cart full of beer, just ran out. And, like, we were not allowed to touch him. And I was like, we were congratulated because we didn't touch them. Hey, all beer thieves out there, listen up. Well, they might have changed their policies <laughs> since last time I was there. And I always thought that was really funny because, like, I guess, so what are we supposed to do? It's like, oh, well, we have footage of them. So when they come back into the store, I'm like, oh, because we actively have somebody looking at people's faces when they come back into the store. But anyway, like, how do you think the employees are told to handle a fight like this? Especially two like older generations. Like, you, could, you could absolutely hurt them. I mean, I know that sounds mean, but like, if I try to stop the altercation, oh, you could, you could unfortunately break a bone or something. So easily, how do you obviously. think they were? How do you think the official policy is to not? Hey, hey, guys, stop doing that. Stop, or I'll blow my whistle. Do you, do you get the hose out? I was, I was thinking about the hose, but you better hope that both the guys were white because there's just a stigma on hosing down a black yeah, person. That's true. They so don't want to do that. Um, air that's... horn. Would they have hearing aids on? Would they forgot the That's hearing aid. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, here there were in the hearing aids, and the ear horn really hurt. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I just you I'd know, love to have been the third person in line for that, know, just watching this go it'd down. Maybe the cheeseburger lady or man who's serving the samples. Whoa. Yeah, they're third party vendors, right? Well, I mean, if it was, are they? I don't know. I th- I think there's some companies like go out to various. Because I went to an HEB and they had one. I was asking like what aisle this was in. The like, I don't know. I don't work here. Um, well, so, I've seen HB do both. Like I think it was yeah. alcohol sales. It was a rep. But then when it was like, "Hey, try this combination of food. You can get it over here." here well, it makes here. sense because to give out the little like wine samples, you have to be TABC certified. I, I would believe. Okay. But yeah, no, I'm, I don't know how. How would you officially stop a fight? Throw some Luby's coupons on the floor nearby. Yeah. Well, Brett thinks you can just get on the phone, call the police, and try to keep spectators back. I mean, that's logical, right? Yeah, if you want to do it the right way, sure. Yeah. The boring way. But I don't want to be cleaning up blood. That's not something... Well, they're old men, and unless they're wearing Depends, then there's going to be other things you're going to be cleaning that's up, true. too. That's true. Man, that'd be a kind of exciting day. Can you imagine that being your dad, your, like your grandfather or your dad? Like, you get a <laughs> phone call, yeah, we had to arrest your dad. Dude, in six months, it's going to be like, me. I'm not going to lie. That's one of the scariest thoughts of growing old or being in care of somebody growing old. Because it's just like one day, because my grandmother had Alzheimer's, and it was just like one day she had it. And I know there was like she's been diagnosed, but I'm talking about like the reality switch turning. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that is the scariest thing to me because that could be happening when you're driving or when you're walking around like a grocery store like this. Like that's one of the, that's probably one of, that's probably the biggest fear I have of myself. Of being out and about, and then one one day, boom! I don't know who I am. I don't know what's going on. It is 
from from my experience, a little bit more gradual. I remember the time <clears throat> that my dad went out for a walk and just got lost. Well, but I'm saying like, there, but that's all the, the, cops. the first phone call. You know, it's like, oh hey, we found your mom, and like that's strange. Where, where, was she okay? And she's like, well, she didn't. Because I imagine because there's that one public example. I mean, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. And I know it's gradual, and I might be a good liar to myself and other people, but then there's that one moment where it's not good for like the public for public safety reasons. Right. And there was a point with my dad where we just had to take his car keys away from him. Yeah. And and that, that was, I think that would be the big litmus test there. It's if they're safe to drive anymore. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. That would be the big one. But this, the Costco people, man, dealing with that stuff. I want to go to Costco now up the street or down the street from here, I guess. Well, they got samples, dude. That's what the only reason I go. It's like hit the hit the mall, just hit the food court, just just take it in a clockwise direction, then pause and That's hit funny. counterclockwise. I figured you'd like that story. Though. I love that story. And they use that big word. What was that word? Septuagenarian. Septuagenarian. No, it love it. Be That's it. what the 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 fighter guy said. He yeah. said he didn't like him because he thought he was threatening. That's that septu- septuagenarian. Any any word that has more than three syllables, I'm going to have a hard time. Any polysyllabic words? Yeah, just I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Okay. Especially when I was like in third grade, we're learning. I was like, nope, I don't. I don't need to know this stuff. <laughs> Dick can speak. <laughs> See, Dick run. <laughs> You're listening to Morgan's Lone Star here on IRLoneStar.com. It is 10:39. We'll be right back here. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Does volunteering at a nonprofit horse sanctuary sound wonderful? Or are you a veteran or a veteran spouse and think trying a peer group session through a local Horses and Heroes equine program might be worth trying? Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary, located in Grand Central Park by appointment only, is home to a growing number of rescued and donated horses. Visit our website at henryshomehorsesanctuary.org or check out our Facebook at Henry's Home Horse and Human Sanctuary for more information. 
A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. From the beginning, the main purpose of the Cooperative Extension Service has been to change human behavior by teaching people how to apply the results of scientific research. By utilizing a holistic, multi-level approach, Extension Family and Community Health Programs encourage health and well-being for everyone, addressing values, concerns, and needs with reliable science-based information Extension programs help people lead healthier lives. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Is there someone you know who is hooked on vintage aircraft? Follow the commemorative Air Force and its fleet of World War II planes, including the mighty B-17 Flying Fortress Texas Raiders, which is based in Conroe, Texas. Texas Raiders tours locally and all around the United States, offering the public a chance to put their hands on aviation history. What could be a more perfect gift than a flight on a historic B-17? Taking to the sky on the iconic bomber is an experience that will never be forgotten. For the touring schedule, reservations, or more information, go to b17texasraiders.org or call 855-FLY-A-B-17. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star Dick and Skippy 1044 on the dot on a Friday morning. You know we're live because we make this stuff up as we go along. It is 80-something degrees outside. Give me four seconds, and I'll tell you. It's 86 degrees, going up to 95 today. Sun shiny all day, moon shiny all night. Storms tomorrow, 87 is our high. Anything on the traffic? No traffic. Whoa. I know, I'm telling you. It's really bizarre that there's nothing going on. Dude, dude. Hey, listen, I got to tell you. So the other night, uh, I was channel surfing, and I caught the the roast of Bruce Willis. Yeah, you talked about that yesterday. You got it. You got to watch it. It was so funny. And it was a roast well done for the most part, except for Dennis Rodman. He didn't well, he, know how to roast. Yeah. If, hey, if you're watching us on YouTube Live or Facebook Live, you see that someone else in the studio here. We have a special guest. Oh, man. Bobbed in. We got a few minutes to go. We told him to grab his headset. We got Baron Dan Jackson here. How are you, sir? Uh, top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you. So, uh, Baron is such a cool first name. I'm just going to lean. Is that your real first name? No, actually, it's an honorary title that was given to me by the. Uh, English government, uh, my ancestry set in the House of Lords, and I was given the title. I, I did some historical work for the Imperial War Museum, Okay, and they traced it back, a friend of mine over in England, and uh, come to find out, uh, I had these ancestors. So That's really cool. Yeah, I was given that, that title in there. Had to go through a bunch of paperwork and things like that, so I'm an honorary baron with Her Majesty's government. 
Awesome. He's also a great local actor. I've uh, he's been in uh, at least one show that I've done. Uh, we did Comedy of Errors, and he he was awesome. He played one of the Escalises. Yes, indeed. Uh, I think that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and but he's also a film actor. Uh, now I know you do reenactments like World War II reenactments, or was yes. it called Living History? Now is that what Living it's History? Yes. Okay. And but you just got back from New Mexico. Yes. And you were doing a film there. Tell us about it. This well, awesome. it, it's uh, March on Rome, and uh, it's uh, we we do it at Fort Stanton, which is an old historical site. World War II. It actually was an internment camp uh, before the war and during the war there. So we reenact uh, the Italian campaign, and uh, we I. I know you find it hard to believe, but ich bin ein deutsche Soldaten der deutsches Wehrmacht. So I do the German side. Gesundheit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we do a battle there. We we have a, a lot of veterans. Uh, they're dying off, but they come and watch it. And uh, it was filmed. So uh, uh, we I spent about a week out there uh, doing uh, film production. Mm-hmm. That uh, It's great doing that. Uh, I bet. Yeah. It, it's... Uh, we do it uh, for the most part to, to uh, keep the living history alive. Uh, I've done other movies. Uh, Missing Jane was another World War II film I did. And also, uh, I was an extra many, many years ago in a movie that was uh, uh, Red Dawn. So with Patrick Swayze. Oh, the original? And, yes, the original uh, one. Yeah. The only one. Yes, absolutely. So that's how I got uh, kind of uh, started. Uh, in on that so Baron, let, let me ask you because you know being uh, an historian and a reenactor living historian i guess and you know obviously you i don't want to say represent when you reenact or something it's the german side the nazi side now from an entertainment like film entertainment thing that's been since the 60s you know we've had world war ii movies and stuff right. but nowadays are, how are you finding is there a perception shift on you like you're a Nazi yourself or even daring to wear an SS uniform or? You know, the, it, it's strange. Uh, not really. Uh, the veterans come up and they say, thank you for keeping this part of my history alive. Uh, other, uh, I have had some, uh, you know, comments that weren't so good, but I find that these people really don't know their history. Mm-hmm. Um, so we represent keeping that, that the greatest generation alive and going. Uh, their sacrifice and what they did should never, ever be uh, forgotten. And it's kind of like when we were kids, we did Cowboys and Indians. Well, mm-hmm. someone's got to wear the feather, okay? And that's me. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we do. Now, I'm sure you were tuned in earlier, <clears throat> but Dick and I were talking about how Amazon is is banning products that have Nazi representation on them. Swastikas, the, the Iron Eagle... Eagle. Uh, yes, no, maybe. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it, it's a shame because, you know, freedom of speech and freedom of expression, everyone has the right to be offended. Uh, we we don't tolerate uh, period politics, and we make that very clear. Oh, that's a, I love the group. phrasing of that. Yes. We represent the fighting men and women and of, of all countries and, and the ultimate sacrifice they made. So it's a shame because once you start down that slippery slope of trying to keep someone, you know, not being offended, it tends to backfire on you. Where does it stop? You know, uh, censorship is never a good thing, and it doesn't matter what it is. 
if you don't like what the channel is on TV, you turn it. You know, you turn it off. So we should have that freedom and right to, to look and see certain things. I don't think anyone's health has ever been offended by looking at a, a, the German or the Japanese or those type of things. That was a horrible time. I mean, and there were atrocities committed. And if we ever forget that, we're doomed to repeat it again. So, Good answer on that one. Well, thank you. <laughs> no, Baron, I, I've seen you do a lot of reenactments and things like yes. that. Are, is there anything locally going on well, that people could come check you out or check out what you're doing? Or We're, we're going to be doing uh, Wings Over Houston. I'm, I sit on the board of directors with a six-calf. Uh, we do World War II. They, this year uh, at uh, Wings Over Houston Air Show, uh, the Blue Angels are, will be flying. Uh. We're going to be doing Tor, 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 the Japanese bombing of Pearl Harbor. Uh, the, uh, we do a World War II display out there, and we love to have the public out and ask questions uh, about the equipment. It's really the best uh, living history that you can possibly see. It's up close. And we love interacting with the crowd on that. Uh, in November, we're traveling up to Waxahachie, and we uh, do the World War II weekend up there. And uh, we do a big show battle, and uh, a lot of veterans uh, come in. In March, uh, the uh, uh, it's the Museum of the American GI. They actually bus in school kids, and they take them around station to station. And we teach them what took place during the Second World War. So those are some of the events coming up. Not only does it sound fun and educational, but I think vital to preserve the history because, as you said, we're just doomed to repeat if we, if we forget about it. Absolutely. And I, personally, I feel every time a statue is torn down or a book is removed from a syllabus because it offends, it's, right. it's a bad thing. Well, and, and the thing about it is you look at what the Germans did from 1933 on with a book burning because they were offended and— the way that uh, art and theater and radio was restricted. You could not say certain things because that would offend people. So, you know, our, our ancestors, our uh, grandfathers, they fought against that. And so we could sit and have this conversation right now. Awesome choice. Now tell me more about a March on Rome. Uh, are we going to see it on like a, uh... HBO or in the cinemas? You'll see parts YouTube? of it. That, yeah, YouTube will be coming out. Uh, the The thing is, is that these are private movie productions that are uh, formulated. It takes a while to put them together. Uh, whenever I, we were doing Missy, Missing Jane, it was uh, two years in production before it ever went out and went to the Cannes uh, Film Festival, which it actually uh, placed very highly in that. Awesome. Well, people, if you've been tuning in later... Uh, Missed the first part. We've been talking with Baron Dan Jackson, a local historian, a living historian, a reenactor, actor, producer. Uh, not a producer uh, yet. Not a producer yet. Uh, but uh, someone who you know is not afraid to uh, keep history alive uh, by by showing all sides of it. And we really appreciate you popping in the studio. Yeah, it was a well, nice surprise. You. Nice yeah. surprise. Yeah. Thank you for having me here, and and uh, love to come back. And for sure. Now, are you are you doing something next door? Yes. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Uh, we're doing Sondheim's production of Into the Woods. It is a fantastic musical. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of talent uh, out there. 
I am very happy to, to be associated with the Crichton Theater. And uh, I've done this before. We did it in Baytown. I was the AD for that. Uh, so this is my chance to be on stage, small part. But I, I love being part of that production. And for those of you listening out there, if you really want to see something that is fantastic, right here in Conroe, this is where it's happening right now. Make sure you mark it on your calendar because it's going to be hot. Stay tuned to us. We'll follow it up with Into the Woods at the Crichton Theater, where it's all the fairy tale characters share the same stage. Well, we got to go. Bye. We got to sign out, folks. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, Mornings with Lone Star. Uh, Next week, we got a full lineup. So we definitely have a show on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for you. Uh, we're going to be maybe doing root beer floats yeah. from a root beer distributing company. Going to be in, uh, in the studio, and then we got American Stand United. We also have the Democratic County Judge, uh, person who's running for the Democrat side, Jay Stillberg, will be in the studio. So if you have questions for him on Wednesday, and we have a, many more guests. Kristen Bay is coming back to us on Friday, yeah. next Friday, all that stuff. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio. We are Montgomery County's community radio station. Today's show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Enjoy your weekend, and we got more stuff coming your way here on Lone Star Community Radio, and be safe. You got it. Bye. Bye. Bye.